you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hey, it's Handsome Hank here. Back by popular demand, I want to tell you about Fantasy Football Leagues on FanDuel. Your season-long league is probably over, but the one-week Fantasy Football Leagues on FanDuel have never been bigger. So don't wait till next year. Play more Fantasy Football right now for real cash over at FanDuel.com. A guy called Matt Nichols from Ohio turned a $25 deposit into over twenty-five grand playing Fantasy Football on FanDuel. Join him and hundreds of thousands of other users who've already won money. I'm going to go straight over to FanDuel, start with an entry fee at just $1, set my lineup each week, and win every week, because I know I'm good enough, and I'm guessing you probably are too. Damashek, not so much. Go to FanDuel.com, click on the microphone in the upper right-hand corner, use Dave's code DDFP, and sign up right now. There's a new user special at the moment, so FanDuel will give you a bonus of up to 200 bucks on your first deposit, and for every dollar you deposit, FanDuel will match it up to $200. That offer's only good for the first 50 people that use the code DDFP. FanDuel.com, where every week is a new season. Damashek Football Program available on iTunes and at davedamashek.nfl.com. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. Welcome to the Dave Damashek Football Program, available as always on iTunes, Stitcher, and NFL.com/slash Shack. Title weekend is upon us. We haven't a moment to waste. So much good stuff to do between now and kickoff in Glendale, Arizona, let alone all the stuff we have to get in before the games kick off. This Sunday, two dandies. We're going to pick them for you in just a second. I want to tell you about a couple of things, though, very quickly. First of which, we are going to turn. We have Ike Taylor Coming in momentarily, yes, that Ike Taylor, the 2014 Shecky Award winner for Best Football Playing Guest. 
Yeah, that Ike Taylor is going to be here in Studio 66 in a matter of minutes. And I like him so much. I Obviously, we enjoy him that much that we know something good's going to come out of it. We will have a video for you that uh, comes out of that, so be on the lookout for that. Also, Elliot Harrison and I, if you've watched the NFL's Infinite DVR, you know we love looking back at old games, the original broadcasts. We're doing a little something special Around the Super Bowl, we're going to do our awards for the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to give out the Lombardi Award on Super Sunday. In front of that, the Vinci's are, are going to be handed out, a number of categories. We're going to go through and uh, and hand out some awards, so be on the lookout for that in the coming days. And I don't know, a bunch of other hooey and applesauce. If you haven't checked out the New England Patriots Dynasty video we did last week with Willie McGinnis and Heath Evans, a lot of nice uh, nice comments on social media about that. That was uh, really solid stuff, uh, about a half hour's worth. Not about the 2014-15 Patriots, more about really who Bel- Belichick is behind closed doors, Tom Brady, some great stories about some uh, significant playoff moments from the uh, New England Patriots as close to a dynasty as the NFL has had here in the 21st century. Also, we caught up earlier this week. You can find the video of uh, us kibitzing with the great Larry Fitzgerald. And who knew? He's a Game of Thrones fan. In fact, he had an off-the-board pick for who he would like to see finish as the king sitting in the uh, in the uh, throne when it's all said and done. I was surprised by his answer. I'm not going to tell you what it is, though. Black Tie and I both, though, were, uh, were quite surprised by it. Black Tie, it's an exciting day, isn't it, to have it Ike coming in here momentarily, our favorite. It is. We have Ike Taylor. we got James Jones of the Oakland Raiders. Also he was up. delightful when we talked to him a year ago, and he was speculating at the time, I might go to Oakland because that's where I'm well, from. Yeah. And sure enough, he did. All right, so it's a good show. I'm looking forward to, uh, like you said, the Vinci's, which is being produced by, uh, you know, the ghost standard of the Around the NFL podcast. So, yeah, you know, so if you've enjoyed the Infinite DVR in the past, uh, you will uh, you will enjoy this, I'm assuming. We haven't done it yet, but I think yep. it's going to be fun to look back at some of those great plays from NFL history. The original broadcast, and that's the real key. You've <laughs> you seen love your original broadcast. I do, because you've seen all the, especially Super Bowls, you've seen those plays a million times on NFL films, and it's glorious to look at. But to see it in the original broadcast, grounds it in a way. It levels the playing field from, you know, what you saw last year to way back in whatever, 1974, something like that. All right, listen, the matter at hand, we must make picks for these divisional round games. Don't tell me quickly. Well, I mean, you have a lot going on today, Sean. We do have a lot going on, so let's get to it. We'll say hello to the man seated to my left right now he has joined us just about every week to for the red challenge flag pick segment you know his work from nfl.com he gives you the power rankings he gives you his picks out there does all sorts of this that and the other at nfl media it's elliot harrison what's the poop fella Hey, man, I uh, just noticed a little football note here. I was pleased to see that the Giants hired Steve Spagnuolo. I think that's uh, I think that's sharp. I think the Giants are going to be back in 2015. He did a great job as their defensive coordinator. That's interesting. I didn't uh, I, I had not uh, seen that news until you just mentioned it. Yeah, I agree with you. I think that uh, the that team is putting something together. And, you know, it's funny, round about October, you would have said Tom Coughlin is gone. Mm-hmm. But then they had that nice little surge there, and that's for the best if you're a Giants fan because if they change coaching staffs, then that means Eli has to learn a whole new system yep. all over again. So this is good. And, and we, obviously ODB makes for uh, oh, yeah. makes things uh, promising for any team that's got them. So. You bet. Well, we looked back at the Giants' win over the Cowboys in the 2007 Divisional Playoff on DDFP-TV, 
and Spagnola was on the sideline essentially praying, like closed his eyes and prayed on that last play. Yeah, uh, on when, the infinite DVR. And yep. You can look up if you want to get some title flavor going. We looked at the 1982 NFC title game, Redskins and uh, Cowboys. That was uh, dandy that stuff. That was fun. All right, also got a lot of praise on the podcast from earlier this week. If you still – if if the Des Bryant play still gnawing at you, go back and listen to that. We break that down. Peyton Manning, some of the coaching stuff. Of course, the Seahawks-Panthers game. And Not enough Patriots Seahawks. One. Not enough Seahawks. A lot of feedback. A lot of positive feedback saying it was the best show we did all season. A few, though, said it was too all over the place. Judge for yourself and dig it up on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or at NFL.com slash Shaq. All right, Black Tie, let's get to it. Only two games to pick, so it can't take that much time. It's time for the penultimate Red Challenge Flag segment. Now, of course, this is when we pick the games. And, Elliot, um, I'm going to let you make – oh, actually, Black Tie, you have to set it up for us because uh, we need an impartial third party. You start with Elliot, though. Go ahead. I am – I'm a lot of things. Impartial is not one of them, but uh, I'll go ahead and do this. Uh, Packers and Seahawks, first game on Sunday. EH, who you got? You know, like I've told you many times, a Black Tie, in your world, this isn't as big as Mavs at Thunder in middle of February. Oh, I but I'm going to do my best. I don't know why you picked that game. because it's, it's not. <laughs> I'm going to do my best. You know, uh, I'm Warriors taking, at Thunder might be a good one. I'm Steph taking Curry. Seattle at home. Bucks at Sonics would make a, would be a better direct parallel. I hope the – what if the oh, Hawks – Sonics are, don't exist anymore. I know, but if the Hawks know. move up there – they might, that would be a nice thing. Hawks are moving. I hate that the Sonics don't exist anymore. That's I do. Because right, the, the name is yeah. so cool and the uniforms were great. Yeah, it's yep. a, it really is a shame. All right. So you, I'm sorry. Say again. You I said, said the Seahawks. Seattle. Tom Chambers, notwithstanding, Seattle. At yeah. Home. Guess what? I'm throwing the red challenge flag, everybody. I'm taking the Green Bay Packers. And not only because I picked the Packers it, to get to the Super Bowl before the season. In fact, we got our pal A.J. Hawk on the line. And I told him that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Then you he, went away from it. He no, I didn't. I didn't go away from it, did I? A little bit. There wasn't wasn't there a little bit of a lull, uh, TD? Am I no, wrong? no, 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 no. After the first week, did I black tie? I I can't keep up again with your predictions. You're the same man who said the Seahawks would make the playoffs. So, so what? You know, I so just, what? So that, I was wrong that, about something. That was a spear in the back from 400 yards right there. So what? So yeah. guess what? Nobody's perfect. I I swung and missed, but like Jerry Orbach says at the end of Dirty. Thank you, Jerry Orbach. Yeah, so I'm like that. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, too. I was wrong about that one. Why the 12s continue to let me know about, all right, nobody has ever gone undefeated. Well, I mean, that I like when people say no one's ever gone undefeated when there have been people who have gone undefeated. Yes. But, I, I, yeah, the, 20, the, the, the 72 Dolphins notwithstanding. All right, nobody ever for their lifetime goes undefeated. So By you're taking way, Green Bay. Z Drizzle, a.k.a. Dan Fouts, also, oh, Fouts die, also reminded me that you picked, You said the Colts wouldn't lose another the game like ever, since like week five or so at two fouts week, week ten. i know what week i ten. said <laughs> so what they weren't all right so. i made some mistakes i did get three of the four championship game weekend teams though i said that i said it would be the patriots the colts the packers and the, and the, and the saints <laughs> <laughs> You don't laugh at me. That's seventy-five percent. Oh, also football babies picks. If you're interested in his, he's thirty-five. See, see that's and a damn sick we'll listen to. Yeah, thirty-five yeah. and twelve lifetime. You should uh, check out his picks. And uh, yeah, I was a little surprised by it. Packers. And here's why: Eh, the Packers are going to win because I believe 
Eddie Lacy is going to be able to make hay against that defense. As crazy as that sounds, I think Aaron Rodgers forces you, I mean, unless he shows that he's really, really hobbled. And he didn't look great in the first half last week. But if he can sling it a little bit and put pressure on the defense that he is going, that he can go up top whenever he wants to, and he does it in the blink of an eye, you know how he flicks that wrist and the mm-hmm. ball is 40 yards upfield on a rope, that requires Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor to lay off. I mean, that he should be able to, uh, Eddie Lacy should be able to grind him a little bit. And okay. it's as simple as that. Now, I understand Marshawn Lynch should be able to do the same. I am ultimately saying Aaron Rodgers who is a, you know, not just great, he is perhaps the best of all time. Mm -hmm. Here's his chance to show it in as tough as an environment as there is. Well, I'm not a big ifs and buts guy, but I'm about to give you an if. If DeMarco Murray doesn't get stripped on that ball by Julius Peppers, he goes for, what, about 70 yards, which would have given him close to two bills on the game, and that's really what worries me is the Mm -hmm. Packers' run defense. Hey, not taken away from Peppers' play, but that was just an errant swipe of the ball. Not a, That wasn't even a tackle attempt. He was not even trying to tackle him. I worry about the run defense. I will say this. The Packers have a young center, Lindsley, that's done a great job this year. And if if he can help with the protections and they can run Eddie Lacy up the middle, I just don't want to see Aaron Rodgers drop back 50 times in this game. They've got to have a balanced attack to me to win. Uh, I just don't think they're going to be able to stop the Seattle running game. That's my concern. That's why I think the Packers lose. I, I have Seattle winning 24-17. Boy, it's, it's, it's a tough one to call, really. And, you know, listen, the Seahawks winning at home will not be a surprise to anybody, including me. It's really, you know, the Seahawks' defense is better than the Packers' defense. But if it gets any – not shootout. Forget shootout. No. But if I told you that both teams are going to get into the 20s, I'll take the Packers. And I think they have a real chance to do it. I think that Cam Newton and company scratched out 17 in that, you know, in uh, up there last week. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as Bobby Wagner and Cam Chancellor have been, and as good as the defense has been since they returned, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the gunslinger here in a, in one 60 minute stint. And it's also interesting. I don't uh, what this says, and there there are theories on it, and I and and. You know, I there's there's some merit in those arguments, but when teams play again, it doesn't. In fact, it's counterintuitive. You would think, well, we're the better team. We've established ourselves as the better mm-hmm. team. Now we're going to beat you again. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. It works when you play three times. That that it's true that if you if you're divisional opponents and one team beats the other twice in the mm-hmm. regular season, mm-hmm. they tend to win that third game because now they have established we dominate you in matchups. Mm-hmm. When you only get a second look at a team, the team that lost the first one makes adjustments, whereas the team that won doesn't really because they assume. That's so long ago. I, mean, I know, but I mean, there's so something different. to that maybe. There's, both teams are so different. But, uh, you know, I think you, Bobby Wagner, I, he's really the key for me for Seattle. Him being back in there, they're just a different team, man. I mean, call it low-hanging fruit. I'm taking the easy pick, but I feel like I'm taking the right pick. Black tie? There's another uh, matter at hand, and that's the AFC. AFC, that's right. Well, obviously, I'm going with the Seahawks. Damn, my man Russell Wilson pulling that off. But uh, the last game or the AFC game, Colts at the Pats. Dave, who you got? I'm going to take the New England Patriots. I'm going to have to leave my flag in my pocket. Uh, as much as, oh, I, as, much right. as I want to. Fair enough. As much as I want to. I, 
I don't like this matchup for the Colts at all. I mean, I know they've the Patriots have been doing this thing, Dave. Obviously, they've done it several times this year, where you put Brandon Browner, uh, you know, on on the uh, the number one receiver, and you help out over the top, and then you have Darrell Rivas take the the deuce. Well, you know what, man? I, I, you, they're not going to do that with T.Y. Hilton. You're not going to put. Big old Brandon Browner on T.Y. Hilton. He's going to get killed by that speed. I think Revis is going to lock up on him. And if they can't get T.Y. Hilton going, do you trust Boom Heron? I know he had a nice little game against Denver. Do you trust him and Dwayne Allen and Moncrief to beat the Patriots? Well, it's interesting you say because I think Dwayne Allen and Kobe Fleener are going to have to be the targets in that, in this one. I'm going to go, you know, like I say, I take the Patriots here. And really, I think something – that here's one prediction I did get. Oh, it's not even a prediction, but I said, however long ago, that the Jenga piece of Jenga pieces in 2014 slash 2015 is Rob Gronkowski. If you take him away, the whole Patriots offense implodes, and that's pretty much uh, been proven mm-hmm. out over this season. Mm-hmm. Week to week, you always say when people pick games, when we sit here and pick games all season long. You say, well, the matchup, I mean, I don't know what they're going to do about Rob Gronkowski. I think he's really a bad matchup for for blank team. Rob Gronkowski is a bad matchup for every team. I think he's got five touchdowns in four games versus the Colts. Is that right? I, I, I can just, look that up, Black Tie. But I just don't sure know why. You know, what are they going to do? When he's on the field, the offense goes, and I think it will again, and I think they're going to go to the Super Bowl. You see what happens, that. though, more importantly? What happens when Drew Statton uh, lays down on the job? Then yeah. I don't have that he, person to go to. I did a little research on Patriots versus Colts. The first time they played Andrew Luck, when Luck was a rookie, uh, they blitzed him 17 times. The next time they played, they went down to eight. And this last time they played in November, they went down to seven, which was significant because they had 43 dropbacks. Seven blitzes and 43 dropbacks, and we could agree that's nothing. That's once every six-plus plays. The Patriots are comfortable playing coverage. Guess what? They have the personnel to do it. I just feel like this isn't a great matchup for the Colts. I hear you. And, again, that uh, the notion of a puncher's chance and all that, you know, Pat, uh, Andrew Luck stayed clean. I know he had the two interceptions, but those were basically glorified punts. I I think, you know, uh, they can't, uh, again, just like you would have said last week, you know, they can't afford to have a bad turnover. Mm-hmm. I think they'll they'll figure out how to scratch out a turnover or two against Luck. He has a, a knack for doing that, or I should say Belichick and company have a knack for, for forcing some bad balls out of uh, out of Luck in their past meetings. I think they'll do it again, and I think uh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl, and we're going to see Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers. I think we're pretty much guaranteed a good Super Bowl no matter what, and, uh, you know, especially if the Patriots get there. Patriots v. Seahawks, Patriots v. Packers, dandy, and I guess uh, as a consolation prize, Andrew Luck, the preordained greatest of all time, wouldn't be too bad to see. I guess that maybe be not for two weeks. Well, Black Tie's pulling a Harbaugh on his khakis on the sideline in the fourth quarter right now behind the glass trying to get you to stop, which tells me I need to ask you another question. What's the best <laughs> – possible uni matchup we could get in the Super Bowl. Oh, I haven't considered that. The AFC will be the home team, so that would put the Colts, Colts in their blues. In the blue. No, uh, no, no, no. no. I'm sorry, AFC will be in the on the road. Then so I'd want Colts Seahawks. Packers, Green. Well, definitely you don't want the – so, yeah, the Colts have to go. Because if the, if the Patriots wear their Navy road, mm-hmm. uh, that's a bad I'm look. saying Colts Seattle is the best possible uni matchup we could have in this. You're correct. No. Packers, no. <laughs> no, Packers in their greens against the road Colts. That's your best get up right there. 
Classic. Mm. I love how the ball just went off in your head. You just completely I, I almost forgot that realized. one. That's it. Packers like in the... their home greens against the all-whites of the Colts. Good luck beating. That's that's a hard one to beat, period. I kind of like the Colts blue versus the Packers white. I'm not going to lie. I always love some uniform talk on a podcast. I do. That's right, Black great. Tie. Yeah. Listen, it's, when it comes it's to great, it's great audio. Thunder Mavs, do you like Thunder <sighs> in their roads? Don't talk yeah. to me about the Thunder uniforms. Yeah. Those are terrible. Okay. They're Before very Ike jumps in here, just real quick, this probably is the last Red Challenge flag we're doing here at Studio 66 since we're going to be in Arizona for the Super Bowl. Um, the numbers for Red Challenge flag, the flag was thrown 30% of the time. Yeah. Yeah, it was thrown 41 times out of a possible 168. You're kidding me. Who looked this up? I am totally lying. But, I was just going to say uh, one, you know what? You know where I got I, I wonder what I mean, I wonder what the are. You know what? Are. You know how I knew you were lying? Yeah. I did Cuz you never put you that much effort 168. In the There's oh. no way we picked 168 oh. games yeah. over the course oh. of the season. Probably, percentages you would, probably don't. You work. would never have allowed us to 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 pick that many football I games. I think he was incredulous it's, at your effort. Yeah. I think that was really more what it was about. Yeah. No way I'm keeping track of that. All right. Listen. Elliot Harrison, we'll see you for the NFL's Infinite DVR special, The Vincies, the awards breaking down great plays and yep. moments. And, and we'll wrap up the Super Bowl. Else. We'll do that. We, so uh, we'll see you, though, for that. People should be on the lookout for that on NFL.com and NFL Now. In the meantime, though, please scram <laughs> because the 2014 Shecky Award winner for the best football playing guest of 2014, the great swagger Ike Taylor, is on his way in here right now. Well, it doesn't get any better than this for us here in Studio 66. Maximum strength. Oh, okay. Wait. What is it? Ma- what wait. Is it? Maximum strength, I say. Oh. Wait a second. Hold up. I said Studio 66, maximum strength. Power is up. Listen. Come on, Black Tie. This is a special occasion. Black Tie, what you doing? Let's start. There we go. All time. It took us. It took us a while. Was there a malfunction or something? Black tie, bit. man. You supposed to be bit. on it, man. A little bit, but uh, we we're rolling. Are we're you rolling. nervous or what? Are you are, are you excited are to be rolling. around the uh the, your the the 2014 Shecky Award winner? Man, the poop is these Samoan cookies. Yeah, oh. that's him talking. But we don't okay. you don't need to play sound of him talking because he's is, sitting right here. You feel me? Yeah. What call you me doing? whatever you want. Call me. Just don't, don't call, call me collect. <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes. (laughs) Well, of course, our favorite line of the entire year last year was when you told us you were earthquaking while there was an earthquake going on. Man, every time I say that, I got to roll my neck to get ready. We love it. We loved it. Well, congratulations. Well, first of all, Ike Taylor, cornerback supreme, Pittsburgh Steelers. But as we now go into 2015, we'll get into that and see if you're going to still be a Pittsburgh Steeler or what you think you're going to end up being. But first question is, how has your life changed since you won the 2014 Shecky Award for our fa- our favorite football playing guest? Man, I got sponsors coming right? from all over the world. Cool. I got, like, TV ads, movie ads. Ever since hmm. I won that Shecky Award, man, my life is just, like, totally in the blur right now. So is I really? appreciate that. Yeah, that, cool. that I didn't know it was that huge. Yeah, yeah. So that's well, big. Is it, would you say, how does it compare with, like, winning a Super Bowl? for instance. It's like winning the Super Bowl, but just on that level, it's like winning the Emmys or something, man. Hmm. You know, that's yeah. how I feel. Like, everything just been coming at me so fast over the Sheck Award, man. I'm like, I didn't even know. Well, I, I, you know, you deserved it. It's well-earned. And, uh, you know, maybe the first of many. Let's see. I work hard for that. 
Well, you know what? You're a broadcaster yourself, and you can check out Ike's very good show. I've uh, been a guest myself on it. Trib Live Radio every Tuesday, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Correct. On the East Coast. And Correct. And it's live. Yes. And you can dig it back up and listen to yes. it after the fact. Can I give a shout-out to my sponsors? Sure you can. Yeah, shout I out. helped you get them, please. Shout-out yeah. to White Deer Run. Mm-hmm. Shout-out to Cold Forge Treatment Medical Centers. And shout-out to Dunkin' Donuts, the preferred coffee of the Ike Taylor Show. <laughs> Don't be a shield, Ike. Don't be you a shield. No, I like it. That's fine. Appreciate and you. I like that. Uh, I like Dunkin' Donuts coffee. They have. The, they do got people real say good coffee. Yeah, it's better no, than any of it. Better no. than Starbucks or any of it. No, right? they really do got good coffee. What's your favorite kind of donut? Oh, let me think about it. I like. I'll tell you what mine is. It's the buttermilk. You know, no. you know what I'm talking about. The no, one that's kind of shaped like a crown a little bit. Doesn't even have a hole in the. Give middle. me the regular chocolate. Really. Okay. I'll put it in the microwave for like eight seconds. Let it warm up just a little bit. Mm. Just enough so it don't melt all the way. Let me dip it with my coffee and we good. Okay. Got to go with the glaze, guys. Got to go nice with the glaze. Sim- no nice one asked simple. you, Black Tie. That's not a question. This is these, this is an adult conversation oh when you're goodness. talking about best donuts. Oh, my now, now he's not on delay. <laughs> yeah, now he's ready to chime in. Glazed okay. glaze. indeed. Um, all right, let's get into it here. Which... Well, you know what? Before anything else, let's treat this like a professional okay. interview, and then we can get into some of the other stuff. First of all, title weekend now. You got uh, the the mighty New England Patriots hosting the Indianapolis Colts, who you defeated early in the year, mm-hmm. and the Seattle Seahawks hosting the Green Bay Packers. Just give me your picks. This is the time of year where everybody has to weigh in with their picks. So I have Seattle mm-hmm. over Green Bay. And this could be my sleeper. What I'm about to say, I have the Colts over the Patriots. And the reason why I have the Colts over the Patriots is because of their secondary and their defense. If they can play with that same intensity they played against the Broncos with, they're going to win this ballgame. Andrew Luck is forming into his own in the playoffs, especially with stats, even him as a third-year quarterback. You know, so this is his opportunity to get over the hump. And what better choice than get over with against Tom Brady and, of course, you know, Bill Belichick. So them them two been married for a while, mm-hmm. Belichick and Brady. And until they get divorced, man, it's going to be tough for a lot of people to get over that hump in Foxborough. But I think Andrew Luck, because of his size and his throwing arm and just his intel- intelligence for the game, they got an opportunity to get over this hump. Is it, though, you know, you, I remember when Vontae Davis went out against uh, Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh in that game, and that was hugely significant, it seemed to me. Is he the most sort of underrated cornerback going right now? It seems like when he's on the field, that defense is legitimate. You take him out, all of a sudden teams can run up the score on the Colts. You can say that. Yeah? You can say that. That That's a real good analogy for Vontae. Like, Vontae come a long way. Just being the first rounder on um, what he was doing in Miami. Now he got signed to the coast, and he's been like premier corner for the NFL. Not a lot has been said about him. But I know like, it, yeah. like you said, Shaq, man, he's one of them shut down corners. Like they asked Vontae mm-hmm. to travel when needed. You know, they still got two solid corners with 28 on the other side. But at the same time, man, Vontae is coming into his own, and, he's, and he have years ahead of him. Um, I always, I, the, the, uh, the metaphor I use is the Jeng, you remember Jenga, mm-hmm. you know, the, the mm-hmm. game Vontae Davis is the Jenga piece for the Colts. If you take him out, the whole thing implodes. 
Who's the Jenga piece? I think I know the answer after what we saw in the wild card round against the Ravens. If if you take away the QBs, because it's too easy to say right. well, the QBs are the Jenga piece. Every team falls apart. You take away their starter, right? Except for the Ohio State Buckeyes, apparently. <clears throat> Excuse um, me. If you who's the Steelers Jenga piece? Take him away, the team's doomed. Right, I think you got, we, a, you got a cuff button, by the way. I got a cuff button. Yeah, let me hear. Well, you can, it's right there. Right what next are we, to you. What's he gonna make him do Where's cough that? button? Let him do his thing. What's he have right. to do that for? Stay that's out of it? his yeah. head, black guy. Want to cuff? Just hold it down and then you know. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Okay. Use the wrong one. The other one. Was that? Which, is that which an one? important one? thing? Yeah. You ain't even, hold up. There you okay. go. Okay. There you go. I appreciate that. <laughs> Much better. I appreciate that. Now back to it. Jenga piece for the Pittsburgh Steelers minus. So seven, seven. seven is out the yeah, equation. Yeah, we're not going to use him. Okay. So seven is out the equation. Obviously, Bruce Gradkowski, although he looked pretty good for two throws worth of uh, action Bruce, there. Bruce been in the league for a while, yeah. so Bruce is a solid backup mm-hmm. for sure. You take seven out, the hidden piece, and I think we saw it for yep. the playoffs. Le'Veon. Does that make you sick? So how do you feel with the season? You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers finally after two straight eight and eights, and right. you said just before the season, you were on the show with us, and you said, I feel like this has the a 2005 vibe. Of course, Pittsburgh fans know what that means. That's a Super Bowl. Right. And I really feel like you did have a shot there. You know, right. I really felt like you did. And then 26 goes down. And I, do, do you feel like, well, the Colts did what they did in mile high. We would have done the same thing. We would have been able to go in there and do it as well. Man, you take Le- Le'Veon Bell out of the situation. You taking 38% of your offense hmm. out of the situation. And that's huge from one guy, you know. So we're talking about a guy who was a 1,300-yard rusher, also a eight, seven to 800-yard receiver, you know. So now he's a matchup problem for anybody. But we see that. I got a chance to see that in training camp, you know. Mm-hmm. So now the league saw that this year. Not only can he do damage rushing, but, man, if we line him up as a receiver, He's going to do damage to linebackers. I he, said that about – even Marshall Falk against, never say, went out for fade routes. I mean, they were, they, the like Steelers were lining him up to run he's, fades. He's that good. Like, crazy. This man body control just like – he plays basketball mm-hmm. in the offseason, and you can tell just the way he move and have that body control for a guy who's 218, 215. The man is special, and he's, he's just going to get better as – his years ago in the NFL. You don't play basketball with him, though, I hope. I, you yeah. gave up the game after what happened uh, last summer See, when I, I took you out you of the – say that. Well, what am I? I'm not supposed to mention I'm the like, fact that I beat you. I should have never in, said nothing about basketball. Uh, well, but at the same time, you got me. You got so, me. But I, yeah, feel like, that's right. I feel like I'm a 6'2 small forward. Like So? That's my role. What does that mean? We should have played one-on-one You don't want to – come, come on. Ike, I, listen, I like so you then a lot. I, I, don't, I can I get on your show and talk, you. I have to and do talk so. to you crazy. But now I can't, man. You beat me with the switch. That's exactly right. You beat me with the That's free right. throw. And every time I bring up basketball, you get to talk to me crazy. In the meantime, <laughs> let's talk about your pal, the guy who you – I mean, you're not the only guy who loves Dick LeBeau, but right. I really do feel like you're a guy who – you know, the Steelers organization really sort of embraces certain guys, and it's about the guys who embrace them and, and talk about the Steeler way. And, you know, the, it, it really 
seems to rise above the usual rhetoric you hear with professional teams. It seems like it means something to Cam Hayward and Brett Kiesel and you and Palomalu to to wear black and gold. I know there are guys on the Patriots who feel that way about their team and, right. and so on, but it really does seem to have uh, a level of significance there. And Dick LeBeau was a big part of that. What happened? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this, Shaq. I mean, this the business side mm-hmm. of the NFL, regardless on how you want to look at it. So if you want to look at a Peyton Manning, you know, everybody thought, man, you know, he is the franchise guy for the Colts. And the Colts made that business decision. Hmm. Man, thanks for everything you have done for this organization. Thanks for everything you have done for this city. Thanks for this new stadium you have done for this for this city. But it's time to move on. So if they can let an HOF guy like that go, anybody is able to be let go in the NFL. So I look at Coach LeBeau like a Joe Paul, uh, a Tom Landry, a Lombardi. Like, I look at Coach LeBeau like one of those few mm-hmm. coaches, you just let him play it out till he want to resign, you know, till he want to call it quits. He's he's a He's one of the few. He's one of the pioneers. Like, he's one of the reasons why guy why guys play. You know, we all have goals in our life, personal goals, team goals. And Coach LeBeau is, is, is a part of some of them goals for a lot of guys, hmm. like myself, a James Harrison, a Brett Kiesel. Now you're starting to see Cam. Um, just a lot of them veteran guys, man, we understand and love Coach LeBeau. We do a lot for the team, but we do a lot for Coach LeBeau. Like, Coach LeBeau is that guy, you know. So just to see him walk away from Pittsburgh, it's like it take a little breath out the city. I hear you. You know what? I completely get it. Um, But let me throw a couple thoughts at you about this. First of all, I feel like it's a real bad kryptonite to have to your scheme that you know out there. I mean, you guys must know this in the locker room. Don't you fear, like, what if let's say you had beaten the Ravens and then right. you beat the Broncos. If you had to go up to Foxborough, I'm not jiving you, Ike. You know, I don't, you know, no jive is the cardinal rule here in Studio 66. I feel like Tom Brady would have done what he always does, slow death. Quick passes, slow death, 11 yards at a time. That's what he does every time. He spreads you guys out and does that, and there's just no answer for it. True or no? Am I crazy? See, coming from a defensive coordinator standpoint, them five, 10-yard gains, they got to do eight to seven of them per play. So sooner or later, something's bad going to happen hmm. for them, and something's good is going to happen for us. Now, from the fan point of view is like man why y'all letting them get seven to eight yards a pop from a coaching standpoint and a defense point of view it's like man the more times they snap the ball the higher the higher our chances are on creating turnovers something good happening our way mm-hmm. and once we get to the red zone everything shrinks in so the throwing lane is going to get smaller we can throw the timing off by jamming so it just depends on who you ask for far as like football wise, if I'm asking you, like how you feel about Brady spreading us out and getting to what well, just to negates that seven. the pass rush. It just, it seems to nullify yeah. the greatest strength, which is getting some. We'll heat take on the guy. we'll take we'll take ten plays of that, then that then that one big seventy yard play, then that three plays for eighty yards. We'll take that all day. So now we put our 
offense and our team in a bad situation. That's what people got to realize. Like, we'll take them five to mm -hmm. ten yard plays all day. You can have them. Because I know in that red zone, it's going to shrink. And, man, something good for us might happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to talk about our defense and our secondary, three, four, and five on the depth chart. Will Gay, Bryce McCain, Antoine Blake. Never heard never heard of the two. Bryce <laughs> come from Houston. Yeah. Blake come from Jacksonville. So Blake wind up getting three picks. I mean, McCain wind up getting three picks, took one to the house, helped us out in the Jacksonville game. Will Gay played like a Pro Bowl yeah. corner. Legitimately dead, yeah. Legitimately mm -hmm. played like a Pro Bowl corner. He had every time he touched the ball, he went to the house. So we call him pick hmm. six. Gave pick six, you know, so he helped Boy, us with he's the a, I didn't realize all he was, all the charitable work he's been oh, doing. Man. Real gay, what a great it's, guy. It's crazy because man. he's been doing that for the past five years. Now uh -huh. everybody has caught up to seeing what gay has been doing. Yeah, so wonderful work. For me, it's side. like a yeah. blessing in disguise for gay, man. Everybody's seeing about your charitable donations, and you just so happen to have one of the best seasons a mm -hmm. corner could have in the NFL. You know, so if you just ask any other offensive coordinator at some point in time, man, that was like, don't even throw it on Will Gay's side because mm -hmm. the man is hot right now. So you got three, four, and five on the depth chart coming into the season. I, myself, Cortez Allen, we the two starters. We get hurt. Now you're looking at it like, oh, but Coach T always say, man, next man up. And we had that mentality in the secondary. And we ain't even going to talk about a Mike Mitchell. This is his first year. In that defense. So it was a growing curve for him. Mm -hmm. But towards the end of the season, you saw what Mike was doing. Well, that brings – that's a perfect thing to, because the other issue I have with, at least from the outside looking in, the problem or issue or whatever you want to call it with the scheme in Pittsburgh has been – Mm -hmm. that rookies can't come in and learn it real fast. And it's right. a problem that, you know, Shazier's hurt most of the year and wasn't right. But, they, you know, in the free agency era, isn't it sort of bad that it, that the the notion that, well, you're not going to be really familiar and, and up to speed on our defensive system until year three, well, then he's a year away from free agency already. Isn't that a problem? Don't you want – in? I mean, in 1982, that was great – but now with you know with the guys moving on after just four years or so, don't you want a system in place where you bring a rookie in and, and he can start making plays? It's the maturity level, Shaq. You know, same way as in, as in your field, your broadcasting field, you know? I am very mature. You're, yeah, you're, you're right about you're, that. You're very mature. Like, yes. man, you can do this in your sleep. Everybody can't yes. do this. You bring a rookie in, man, it's going to take time. They're going to struggle. They're yeah. going to have a like learning curve. Like when black curve. tie interrupts us. That's the same sort of thing. That's the yeah. thing you see the difference. Like it's, 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 it's small things you catch on to. It's veteran moves you know as a broadcaster. Rookies ain't going to know unless they go through it. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just look at the same situation. It's just, man, we off the field and we on air. Ike, we're going to do a new segment here. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to put a photo up back there. Right. You react to it. I don't even know what – it's so new. I don't even know what to call it. Maybe – it should be you get to name it since okay. you're the first one to do it. Okay. Ready? Here we go. Okay. We're going to start out. Just react. Whatever whatever your gut tells you. Okay. Go. So I heard y'all was looking for me. Antonio Brown. Now I'm here. Hello, world. <laughs> That's that guy right there. Well, you know. That's I, that guy right there. He a little man, but he grown. It is crazy. You know what? I say I have brought this up at least ten times on the show over the last two years. About two years ago, the first time you and I ever spoke, 
I said, let talk, talk, tell me about Antonio Brown. What, what I, can he really be a number one? Because they had just let Mike Emmanuel Wallace was, walk away. Emmanuel I Emmanuel. said, well, this is a problem. He can't be. I mean, he's a good receiver, but he's right. not a number one guy. You said he is the best one-on-one wide receiver in the league. I laughed at you, Ike. You did. But when I'm wrong, that I was say I'm wrong. Disrespectful. It was, okay. but you know what? Like you know, at the end of Dirty Dancing, yeah. when Jerry Orbach says, you know, when I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong. Correct. Ike Taylor. I respect when, that. When I'm wrong, I say I'm wrong, and I that is, that. there's no way to argue it. He's the best receiver in the NFL right now. So, so you know for sure you're going to have your Des Bryant's and your Calvin Johnsons because they're tall. Mm-hmm. God give talent, but you got a guy who's five ten. And he gets double covered a lot, and he still gets open, scores, and make plays. Got to give it down to I mean, AP. 129 catches is not jive, and 115 was not jive the year before. This is a remarkable run he's on right yeah, now. Yeah, he the man. But if you see him work out, if you see him throughout the week, you'll understand why. Yeah, but I don't work out myself, so right. when am I going to cross paths? Yeah, it look like it. All right, ready, set. Oh, there's no, you don't have to attack me. Oh, I didn't. There's I just no reason <laughs> to insult me. No, I, didn't, I, didn't even, I didn't even know you heard it. Ready? <laughs> Well, I did, Ike, and it hurt. My bad, Shaq. Here we go. Cardell Jones, the national champion QB. You, have you seen enough? Three games? That's enough. He should go pro, right? Shouldn't nah, he, should, he said he, it. He's a He's a first or second round draft pick at worst. He said it. He said it best. You know, he said he wasn't ready, and I agree. Regardless on how big we want to say these games are, he still got to mature as a starting quarterback. You know, so I agree with what he said. That, when he said he wasn't ready, that showed me, man, he's growing right in front of mm. our eyes. When a guy is 6'5", 240, that plays quarterback and he's agile to be that size, he could be playing basketball, watch out. What about Jameis? Don't you think Jameis is – is Jameis the most like Ben Roethlisberger of anybody you've seen? You can say that. You can say – he's, to me, he's the most right now ready mm-hmm. – NFL quarterback like I know we want to talk about this off the field antics but let's start it out the window let's talk about the games he's won right how successful he's been in big games and the comeback games he led Florida State to in the fourth quarter and the second half he's the to me the most right now ready quarterback. Yeah, I college. mean, yeah, Huey and Applesauce off the field is not not something to slough off but on the other hand I, you know, I think a lot of guys when they're in college get into some, uh, you know, they they do some naughty what is, stuff. Twenty six and one, something like that. Yeah, whatever the record is. Twenty six yeah, and yeah, one. I mean, but like I say, I always when I watch him, I think that's Roethlisberger. All his, all his. This uh, is a different skin tone. You're right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're right. I don't see color, Ike. No, I'm just saying, just just how we talk in the locker room, man. Yes, he he reminds you of of number seven for mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, he got everything you're looking for. He's tough. He can lead. He can make all of those. He can scramble, but he'll rather throw than scramble. But if you need to, if you need him to scramble, he can. As far as like taking hits, he gonna stand in the pocket and do that. So I'd yeah, like to see you I see make, that. Comparison. I think you, you know, I'd like to see you do some coaching, but I also would be interested to see you do some scouting too. I could, I, I could imagine you being I think a scout. You, I think you hit it on the head. All right, let's get the next one. Ready, set, go. Uh oh, the red rifle, Andy Dalton. Go ahead. If he can, if he can be. If he can get over that hump during the playoffs. Well, but can he? That's the question. Can he? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I don't know, Shaq. I don't know. Because Andrew Luck have gotten over that hump. Mm-hmm. And regardless of what we want to say, he got the talent. He has in Andy Dalton has the talent around him. He got two 
Now he has two running backs. That's right. Jeremy Hill and Bernard, you know. And we all know that that monster, A.J. Green, we all know what he can do. And Sanu, he came along as a, a real good number two. When A.J. was down, he became that number one. So they're going to they gonna wind up picking up a third receiver in the draft. And I like you said, I think I should try to scout it. But they're going to wind up picking up a third receiver. He just, I mean, just plain and simple. You know, people get into this character evaluation stuff, and it does matter. I'm not uh, sloughing that off. But he just plain and simply doesn't have the whip, right? I mean, he's got the, the greatest threat. It should be A.J. Green. And as right. good as he is, he just can't push the ball downfield to take advantage of it, it would seem. I mean, and he doesn't – he also, as much as anybody I've ever seen over the last – or at least over the last five or six years come around, he does not like when there's some pressure on him. He doesn't like – I mean I, I mean, I mean, physical pressure. I don't mean pressure of the game. A few a few quarterbacks like that. Yeah. And honestly, the only one I know who like that, who really can take that is, is Cam and Seven. Yeah. Like, they're no – they know they're about to get hit. And they'll, and they'll sit in the pocket. A lot of other quarterbacks, and we could talk about some Hall of Fame quarterbacks, they don't like getting Tom hit Tom Brady doesn't like it. You know? so Peyton Manning becomes completely different if, if he's under any pressure. So that's that's why seven fits that city. Yep. You know? That's why Cam Newton, regardless of what we want to say about him, he, he fits Carolina like those guys. Yeah, it hurts. But sitting in the pocket and, and, and watching that bullet come down, come down, and know you about to get hit, but still want to make that play, man, that takes mental. That's the killer to play against, too, right? Yes. Russell Wilson or and, or Aaron Rodgers, too. Yes. Those guys, everything's covered up. We got it all battened down. Oh, he took off and he ran for the first down on us. Aaron Rodgers, man, his accuracy yeah. is, is like no other. We've talked I'm, about Super Bowl 45. The way what the, I said. That way, I, I, you and I have talked about we'll, I'll mention it again. There were plays where you could see you and Ryan Clark specifically surprised by how fast the ball got on the receiver. You thought, I have a play on this. I'm going to knock this. What? Oh, the ball. That ball arrived more quickly than I expected. It, he, he has a different level of mustard nah, his, on that his, thing, right? His, his accuracy is like no other. Hmm. I'm talking about that flick of the wrist. He has that flick of the wrist like a Mike Vick, mm-hmm. but he's just right-handed. So he has a control flick of the wrist. Everybody know Mike Vick arm strength. Like, regardless on what you want to say about his running skills, the man has an arm. Mm-hmm. So now we just looking at that from Aaron Rodgers. You know, but a controlled and very consistent thrower. You know, Aaron Rodgers he's is. He's the best. I love him. He's I, that guy. Yeah, he's the best. He's, he's that the, guy. He's made the best of all time. He's that guy that that belt move he do. That's all flavor. He got flavor. He got swag, and he carry that. He give you all that. And I like watching him play. Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree with you. All right, ready, set, go. Oh, Peyton Manning. Let's not talk about the other guy. Number 18, how say you? Hall of Famer. Will he, will he come back is the question. I got an opportunity. Think? I don't know. Should he? Give him one more year. No. That's yeah. the incorrect answer, Ike. Nah. I think he. Does, I think it's this, time to go. You saw it. You saw what he was trying this, to do. That was. That was. This how you give him sad, one more year. Kinda. You give him one more year because one, he's paid man and he's good for the game. Two, he played hurt and we didn't even know it. So regardless on how we want to talk about him and Tom Brady don't like getting hit, that shows you a, another kind of toughness that we didn't get a chance to see, but now we know. 
Do you like that, though? So, so, Shouldn't we have known that going up? But it, it feels wrong yeah. to me after the fact to say, oh, yeah, by the way, I was hurt the whole time. That's why I didn't look good. Shouldn't he, we have, shouldn't he have said that? They didn't even know he was that hurt. Oh. Or they didn't even know he was hurt till after the game, you know? So now it's like, as a teammate, it's like, and I'm sure some of his teammates didn't even know. Hmm. So now it's like, as a teammate, like, that's why Peyton wasn't looking like Peyton. You know, so it's you not can, age. It's you, not. You don't think you, it's an age issue, man. For this guy right here, Peyton Manning, age won't ever be a factor. And the reason why it's not going to be a factor because he's such aware of the game. Like Peyton sees everything. He's in the matrix. So that's his skill. It's it's his game has never been predicated on athleticism anyway. So he can be old. Never. But never. I, I don't know. He's real. He, to never. me, he really looked Give like him. he couldn't get the ball downfield. Man, the man, the man is down bad, as we say. Like, he he has to be healthy. He has to be, like, from 95 to 100% to play. Him at between 85 and 90, that ain't going to work with his age. So you know? your vote is 18 back in 2015. Get him one more year. All right. Get him okay. one more year and let him shoot the deuces. All right. I don't know what that means. Shoot the deuces. <laughs> Black tie knowing it, man. What's that mean? <laughs> that, that's Peace. what that means. Peace sign. Peace. peace. All right. What's like? All right. He can have peace. What about number one? Don't you want that? No, that be mean, number one. That means bye. Peace, love, and happiness. All right, fine. But if you're playing football, you want to be number one. You don't want to be number two. He's number one in a lot of categories. I'm just talking about on his way out. He's going to get ready. But let me tell you this. Yeah, I, I know we've talked about this. Ike but just looks like, oh, my gosh. What am I dealing with? If you had to have I, – I know what your answer is going to be to this because you like black and gold like take I do. Take seven out then. Let's take but st- – well, Okay. Okay. The fate of the world is on the line. So right. the, the the there are aliens who are going to blow up the planet. Right. If we if we we're, there's one game, and uh, and the world needs one guy to play quarterback for right. one game. I'm not telling you what the defense Aaron is. Rogers. I'm not telling you what the weather is outside. Aaron Rodgers is the right answer, with the possible exception of Roethlisberger. Yes, I said take seven out. But you would okay. So Rodgers is the right answer. Yeah, I agree with you about that. Aaron yeah. Rodgers, hands down. That's right, because he can handle pressure. He can run with the ball. I mean, not on the bad calf, but he's he's the man. You see what he's doing with the bad calf. Yep, yep. So picture him healthy. Yep. Now listen, I, 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 you're t- you're telling me what I already you know. Guys sleeping he's... on my boy Russell Wilson, man. Just saying, sleeping on him. No one's just sleeping. Sleeping. Just no one's not conventional. On. You guys are sleeping on Russell. Wilson. What are you talking about? I mean, he's a, he, uh, let's see. Well, he, he has two more games to go, or maybe well, just one. Question more. for Ike: Who are you taking, Luck or Wilson, for the next few years? Look. You taking luck easily? That's, again, I'm and, and and the only reason why I'm saying that, Black Tie, because look at the man defense. Yeah. You know, so will you ask Russell Wilson to pass 35 to 42 but, times again? But game? that's that's conventional way of thinking, right? It's like a quarterback that needs to pass 35 to 40 times. What about a quarterback that who legitimately is probably like a point guard in the pick and roll system, where it's like he's deciding when to hand it off, when not to hand it off, when to run and throw, when to run for first downs, like it's. I understand where you're coming from because that is conventional way of thinking. But right. what if Russell Wilson is just coming up with a totally different way of playing a quarterback position that we don't necessarily have a way to nah, quantify you, that just yet? Black tie, you saw that already. When number the early years of number seven, like we didn't ask Ben to throw it 35 to 40 times a game his first five his first five years. All we asked seven was to manage. Had a great defense. Hey man, we gonna manage this football. Just don't turn the ball over. We're going to get the ball back to you as many times as possible. 
If we get 35 points, we're cool with 35. If you can get us 24 points, we're cool. The difference is, Black, cool. it's as simple as this. If Andrew we're Luck cool were on the Seahawks, the Seahawks would still be good. Would the, would the, what would the Colts be with Russell Wilson? That's a, so a tougher call. with Andrew Luck, just hypothetically speaking, with, this, with the Seahawks, how many points do you think they'll put up? Let's be honest, Black. I mean, again, Ty? they don't necessarily have, like, the like you know, the – the the skill position players like a lot of like if you look at a lot of even the Seahawks pass plays a lot of it is built on the fact that Russell Wilson is improvising he's running around and getting Luke Wilson open Doug Baldwin open all those guys open I'm like I'm not a school of thought just think because a guy's a pocket passer he's all of a sudden like he doesn't have he doesn't have a T.Y. Hilton on his team he doesn't so I mean I hear what you're saying. Totally Marshawn agree Lynch with you, on his but... team and a great offensive line. In that's front of him. that's. I mean, his T.Y. Hilton is Lynch. He does get he gets dogged a little bit for being a guy who doesn't turn the ball over, and it's like, yeah, that's not necessarily being a game manager. This is being his, smart. His T.Y. Is... Hilton is Lynch, and at the same time, man, when you got a running game, it opens up everything. So take take Lynch out the equation. Do we even talk about a Russell Wilson? Yeah. Nevertheless, he's very good. You know what but... I'm saying? I hear you. So put put a running back in Luck's equation. No, how good do you think Luck can be? Is what I'm saying. That's the that's the point. How much time do we have left here? Well, we got to blow through a bunch of these really quick. So okay, real fast. Go ahead. Let's get next. Oh, there he is. What do you think? Is there something? Go- Let me ask you this: Is there something going on here? Because there has been a high. Um, there's been more than usual departures from assistant coaches. Why is that? Is there something about Tomlin inherently that cre- that does he? push guys out do they want to get away from what why is this i'm an intelligent guy so that carries over for me being an intelligent coach everybody loves coaching with me because i give all my coaching staff leeway i don't breathe down their neck they're never looking over the shoulder so they learn from me i learn from them i got a great connection my resume is real good as far as like a head coach i got an even better resume as a defensive coordinator y'all feel free so this is what you got to understand. When coaches under Coach Tomlin get asked for interviews, he gives them permission. Hmm. You know, he can easily say no. So for Coach T to give these coaches permission to branch out and to carry their own legacy, that says a lot about Coach T. Next. Let's talk about the one in the middle, Johnny Football. Right, right. What do you think? Just really quick, does this Shaq be- know who else is in that photo? I know who's on the right. Yeah, who's that? Drake. That's his friend Drake. Drake likes all teams. That's yep. the knock on Drake is that he he's a front runner. He roots for whoever's good at the moment. Man, y'all I don't talk know who's about- on the left though. Dan Fouts, maybe. I don't know who that is. Let me get a let me get a chance. Let me get a chance to start stop stop talking about my off the field. What I do off the field. We all young. We all made mistakes in life. I can't help that. I come from a lot of money. I can't help that former president was at my pro day i can't help that i played music at my pro day it's a lot of things i can't help i can't help i got a lot of money and y'all getting worried about who i partied with i can't help that these rappers and these artists are putting me in their songs because they're like my swoo gay so leave my swoo gay alone man let me get a full year let me get a full year underneath the center and we'll talk about things later I like that. That's a lot of fun. All right, real quick, one more thing here Mm -hmm. I want to try with Yike. How much time do we have, Black Tie? We have about uh, 10 minutes. Oh, okay. All right, so I thought we were in a big rush here. Do we have any more pictures we want to show to Oh, we have a bunch more pictures. Oh, you do? All right, let's do one. Let's do uh, another one then. All right, I didn't know we were – that guy. Talk about him. My wife is hot. Mm -hmm. I got three Super Bowl rings. 
I got a lot of money. She has more money than me. Mm-hmm. I sit in the pocket. I look cute and I look pretty. <laughs> I get out the pocket. Off the grass, I look cute and I look pretty. I'm just about every woman's dream. Hi, my name is Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> but do you like him, though? Is, is he good? Do you respect him? He's so good. You got to like him. Like, the only reason why you ain't liking him because he's just that good. Yeah. But, I mean, there's no there's no issue with uh, with guys on other teams. Like, he's he's got too much going for him. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, he can't help it. And the reason why he can't help it, man, the man went six round. So, now he got a me against the that's right. world mentality. That's so what that's the, what people forget, man. I'm a six-round draft pick. That's what the whole Seahawks have going for them. They all have Look a chip on now. their shoulder, right? Look at me now. Do you like, speaking of that, do you like Steve Smith, who has the biggest chip on the shoulder of anybody? That. And I love him. I think he's a cool guy. I say he's my favorite receiver. Is that right? Yes. He got a tapeworm in his stomach, meaning, <laughs> meaning he feels he got to prove every play, every Sunday, yeah, I'm 5'8". But I'm about to prove to you oh, I can play 6-7 if I want to. And me and you, one-on-one, in a in a box, I like myself. So, man, Steve Young, he can play defense. But it just so happened he plays receiver, you know, with his mentality and with his attitude. So, Steve Smith, man, he's that guy. You know, he's a, he's a, he's a two-legged pit bull. I love it. I love when he tells people to go mow his lawn after a game and everything and ice up and everything else. He talks stuff to you? No. He doesn't? No, it's, it's, a, it's a mutual understanding. I like that. I could see you two hanging out yeah, if things were different. I can't, he can't do it now when he's a Baltimore Raven. Yeah, it's a like mutual understanding. And what they're about- giving him a three-week window. Let us decide what you want to do, Steve. So that says a lot how they feel about Steve. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know about that. Yeah. What about the other guy, 55, on the, uh, on the Ravens? Suggs, trash talker. There he is. What do you think of him? Y'all don't like me. I don't care. I make plays. I make plays. You could talk about you could talk about me all you want to. You could dislike me all you want to. It's an understanding and the understanding is we don't like Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh don't like us. But I make a lot of plays on Pittsburgh. Is that the worst that, that I mean, losing to the Patriots, you know, you lose to the Bengals a couple of years ago to when the playoff spots on the line is the worst thing to do is to lose to this team in the playoffs. Cause you guys were undefeated in January against them. Did you talk about that leading up to the game no, that they've never beaten us in the postseason? Let's keep it that way. We didn't talk about that at all. No. You know, we just talked about trying to go win this game. Does it sicken you Ravens. though that Flacco yeah. came in and did it? It hurts. Yeah. It hurts a lot. Like you can let's turn this. I don't even want to look at that. It comment. hurts me too, Ike. Yeah. You think it makes me sick? I know. It makes me I sick agree. in the gut. So if you sick, I got the flu. Yeah. You think? See, you know what? I like to hear that because I think that a lot of fans care more than some players. Some players, they love the game. They love playing it, but at the professional level, they they like their college team maybe more than they even care about their pro team. Yeah, that's got it. You've you know experienced what? that, right? I can see that. I can see that. Now I can see that business. for a lot. I can see that for a lot of players. I can agree with you on that one. But not you. That's what's. Nah. Cool. I like that you care. Nah. At least I as care much. too much. Yeah. Yeah. Too much love for the game. Is it wrong that I maybe got a little misty when you guys lost the? the nah, you're supposed to. Yeah. You're, you're granted, but just picture how the players feel. Mm-hmm. 
I can picture how the players feel, but understand, I've been doing it for decades now. Right. You understand? Right. I've been I've been living and dying year after year. It thrilled me, and I saw twenty six and eighty four and seven, and the best. That's the best group of triplets in the NFL. I mean, yeah. how much? How can you say? You know, they had the the two second or third best QB this year. They, right. The Steelers had the best running back, right. had the best wide receiver. Right. I was really excited about what might happen. But you know what? That's still true in 2015. I hope Ike's there. Real quick. Talk before, to him. I want to do something here. You know, dear Abby. Dear Abby. Yeah, I want to try something now. You know, she, she asks questions, okay. relationship things. Okay. I want to do dear Ike. Okay. Okay. You answer these questions. Talk to me. Dear Ike. I'm a good person, but when I get frustrated over something, I fly off the handle. I date and I have several close friends and a good job in a field I enjoy. Stresses in life are normal, but sometimes I blow up over things. When it happens, I see my coworkers and friends are taken back by my by my by my behavior. Do you have any advice for me? Hot and bothered in Atlanta. Hot and bothered in Atlanta. Yeah, that's who wrote it. What advice do you have to that? Go outside. Take a deep breath. Reflect. Make all your thoughts positive. Come back inside and be the game changer at work. Okay. Dear Ike, I am 30 and my husband Brent is 35. We recently had to move in with my mother-in-law. My question is, how old should a child be before his mother quits walking around naked in front of him? My mother-in-law still walks around completely nude in front of Brent and his 39-year-old brother. She also parades nude in front of me. Is this normal behavior? Am I overreacting? Houston, we have a problem. I think so too. That seems inappropriate. That's very inappropriate. That's should, nasty. I don't want to see disgusting. my mother nude. No, nah. no, not interested in that. Just make you want to throw up. I what? Yeah, that's right. So you, so your answer, there is no answer. Yeah, it's wrong, is what you're saying. Houston, we have a problem. Yes, Brent, please stop looking at your mother and mom. Like, like really, Brent? You, that get a robe or something, you know? Mom, from the get go, she should know better. That's right. It's really on her. Yeah, but at the same time, Britt, you should even know, let's go to the next one. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> Dear Ike, I recently started dating a woman I've been friends with for a few years. She's mm. smart, funny, has many wonderful qualities, and I'm starting to fall in love with her. She's attractive except for one thing that could easily be fixed. I don't know if I'm being too shallow, if that's the case. She has a bit of a mustache. Is there a way I can tactfully ask her to remove it without hurting her feelings, or should I just be grateful and keep quiet? Tactfully challenged is the person who wrote that one. Check her testosterone level. Hmm. See if she have more testosterone than you. Mm -hmm. Check her birth certificate. Oh, you make sure it's not gray. You think she might be? You just never know. Well, if they're dating and falling in love, don't you think? That you just never know. Have you ever fallen in love with a woman and then found out after the fact that she wasn't a woman after all? I ain't got no problems. <laughs> you want me to say I ain't got no problems <laughs> at all. Ike Taylor, I could uh, sit here and kibitz with you for the next uh, 17 hours, and it wouldn't be enough. I think we did a lot of good work, though. We figured a lot of things out here. Did you like the new game? What do you want to call it? You I name it. I just came up with a new concept, though, before every time you end your, your segments. What's that? We checked out. <laughs> Instead of checked out. Shooting the, shooting the check. That's what we just did. We, we, we just checked out. I like that. Checked out. How about that? Check <laughs> it out. 
We'll, do, we'll call that Check It Out. Check It Out. Check It Out. High five, man. All right. I don't like high fives. I'm old school. Check I go it out. old school like that. Check it out. Ike Taylor, wherever you land, whether you're back in Pittsburgh, of course, Steelers fans would love to see that. I know the Roonies would love that as well. Maybe even as a scout, maybe as a coach. I don't Correct. know what. Then again, it seems like Dick LeBeau moving down to the desert might be a great landing spot with you too. I know he has the highest respect for you and uh, and you for him. Either way, we wish you nothing but the best. And, of course, always come into Studio 66 whenever you have any free time. Appreciate you. Thanks for having me on the show. Like always, it's a good time. And before this segment ends, man, check us out. Check us out and check him out on uh, Trib Live Radio. Again, Tuesdays, 9 to 10 a.m. And it's TribLiveRadio.com. Is that yes, how you track that one down? Yes. All right. Uh, there he is, everybody, the 2014 Shecky Award winner for best football playing guest and an early front runner for the 2015 Shecky Appreciate Award you. on the same level. Check him out. Call me whatever you want to call me. Just don't call me collect. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that gets yeah. David Wow, the good times keep on rolling here. We're living right so far in 2015, Black Tie Behind the Glass, because look who's here in Studio 66. <laughs> maximum strength now. What about the max? Can't you get the maximum strength right now? There you go. He's always late on that. I don't know. He's resting on his laurels. But here he is, everybody. Oakland Raiders wide out. Last time we spoke, we enjoyed yapping with him quite a bit. At that point, though, he was still a Green Bay Packer. He forecasted that he always loved the East Bay where he grew up. And sure enough, he played in 2014 there. It's James Jones. What's the poop, fella? Good to see you again. Good to see you. What's going on? Thanks for having me. Nothing. Let me say that uh, you smell terrific. <laughs> I appreciate it. What's your scent? That is Tom Ford. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's this new scent by Tom Ford that I kind of smelt it on somebody too, man. Really? I'm like, what is that that you're wearing? And Stussy! Tom Ford, it's the maroon bottle. Tom Ford. Maroon bottle. Maroon I'm making bottle. a note. <laughs> Black tie behind the glass. Yeah. You don't. You think it's unbecoming to ask another man what his scent is, don't you? It was a mix of kind of romantic, yeah. business, <laughs> awkwardness. That's Eric Decker. See, he did. He he also enjoyed it. Yeah, so anyway, and you also and you're put together well too. Look at yeah, that I nice try. suit, you know, I nice try to, tie. Try to come up professional. Yeah, you, know. you did it the last time yeah, as well. A little help from the wife. So all right, uh, and by, uh, why not? Uh, well, I've been talking with people about this. You ever consider the fact late night TV show hosts are only you know four or five in the whole world. Mm -hmm. Two of them are named Jimmy. Yep. I contend that if they went by Jim or James, they wouldn't have been late night TV show hosts. They're kind of informed. They're, you know, they're, they're men, you know, they're boys in men's bodies. Jimmy, how come you didn't go Jimmy Jones? Um, you know what? When I was real little, man, I, I didn't like when people called me Jimmy Jones, man. I kind of, mm -hmm. I kind of felt like that was a little bit disrespect. Like that wasn't my name. You know what I mean? My name is James, but I mean, if I'm gonna make some big time money on a, you know, on a, being a TV show host, you can call me Jimmy every day. You know I see. I mean? If I got my own TV show. Well, now you're now you're a star <laughs> in the NFL, and you you know you have enough pelts on the wall. I think you can write your own ticket. Why not? Let's go, Jimmy Jones Jimmy in 2015. Jones. Man, if Jimmy Jones gonna get me some big stats into the Pro Bowl 2015 and a playoff ticket, I'm Jimmy Jones all the way. Well, I think uh, someone who will have a lot to do with that uh, is is Derek Carr. Yes, How sir. was year one with him? It was awesome, man. Um, I mean, the kid has a bright future. Um, I call him Baby A-Rod. 
because uh, hmm. I mean he has all the tools that that Aaron has. I mean he's not there yet, uh, but I mean he has a lot of tools, man. He's gonna be a special player in the league, uh, and I'm excited to work with him. Um, I had a chance to work with him when he was in college uh, because my receiver coach coached at Fresno State, so I got a chance to go in the off season to catch balls from him. So it's crazy he got drafted to the Raiders. Yeah, how convenient. That's pretty nice. Me. So no, I had a great time with him, man, and um, we're, we're, we're going to continue to get better. So. He doesn't just compare with Aaron Rodgers. You think? I mean, so he he spins it because that is yeah. to me the all time yeah. arm is Aaron Rodgers. He's he's a he's a star in the making. I mm. mean, it's it's natural to him. Uh, the flick of the wrist, like Aaron. I mean, he flicks the ball off his off his off his hands like it's nothing, man. A lot of zing on the ball. Very smart, uh, mobile guy. So. Uh, he has a very bright future, man. I'm excited about what he's going to do. Yeah, he really looks to me like he can spin it and watching him at Fresno State. I use the eyeball test. I don't need all the the, the measurements that come out of the You're combine, right all that. You're right with me. You know how to play football, you know how to play football. That's right. I look at Well, I yeah. don't know how to play football, but I know how to watch other people play football. <laughs> the NFL and then, game is not played in Studio 66. That's Steve Smith mm. telling me what for. But man, so what? I know what I know. correct. Jimmy Jones or James Jones. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, cool. Can I be Jimmy? I can, I can go you Jimmy can call Call me Jimmy, man. I'm good. I'm oh, grown now. You know, when I, I was a little you. kid, I was telling everybody it wasn't my name. But, you know, I'm older now, man. Yeah, so Jimmy like Jones that. all right with And me. see, now you're an intimidating presence because the Raiders <laughs> are they, – they feel like they're moving in this youthful direction now. You're going to be, you know, one of the guys in the locker room going forward here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but it'll be welcoming. No, no, yeah. no, not Jay, Jimmy to you, <laughs> Jimmy, you know. Hey. Hey, I'm Jimmy, man. Hey, Amari Call Cooper, right? Amari hey, Cooper, I'm, what I'm, do you think? I'm, Kevin White? I'm with it. I'm with it. I've, what do you I've think? Been, One of those I've been, hearing, kids? I've been hearing a lot of that talk. I, I'm with it, man. Uh, I tell everybody, um, as many playmakers as we can get, that's that's the that's the better. Uh, when I was in Green Bay, I mean, you couldn't match up with us because when we lined up mm-hmm. on the field, you got Jordy, Randall, Donald, Greg Jennings, Jermichael Finley. I mean, it was all of us. So the more playmakers, the better especially when you got a good young quarterback. Well, you've invoked the Packers twice now. And so do you feel, <clears throat> excuse me, I think, you know, from a lifestyle standpoint, I assume you're happy to be, Definitely. you know, back in the homeland and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I'm sure that's really cool <laughs> to get to have family and friends come and watch yeah, you play no every weekend. Um but do you – where's your head now? Do you root for the Packers going forward? All, all, or you, the, all the way, man. All the way. Uh, you want the way. them to win a Super Bowl want, without you? I want them to win the Super Bowl, man. I'm not a jealous guy at all. Uh, I still talk to all of those guys, Randall, Jordy, Aaron. I mean, I wish them nothing but the best, man. I talked to Randall, shoot, maybe a couple hours before I came in here. Is that right? And just told him I'm excited, especially the way he's playing with his contract year, man. I would love for them to go. i love for them to win. I still root for those guys, man, as they root for me. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I know, but, but you should say, like, take a year off and then win. No, nah, no, nah, You don't want to win right, the man. first year that I left. <laughs> no, nah, it's all right, man, you know. Do you think they will win? I think they have a very good chance. I do think they're going to go on Seattle and win this week. Do you really? I do think so. I think that it's going to be tough to beat Coach Mike and Aaron twice in the same year. I think they're going to have some things for those guys uh, to put some points on the board. What What do you specifically anticipate they'll do? Well, I think they'll run it a little more. I uh, agree. Um, yes. Just because, you know, the mobility of Aaron. I think they'll run it a little more with Starks and Lacey. Um, but don't don't forget it. Don't forget that number 12 is back there because he is going to try to sling that ball over the field. Coach Mike, he likes to run, but he loves to pass. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so I wouldn't be surprised what he does. And then Aaron's a tough dude, so. 
you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes off on the first play to run and let him know that I will run on you guys. And it seems like there's an actual opportunity there because the for all the, you know, deserved praise of the Seahawks defense, it seems like, you know, they're missing a couple of D tackles there. Mm-hmm. And we saw Jonathan Stewart have a nice game last week. Now, I know Cam Newton puts pressure on the D yeah. with his legs, but even if Aaron Rodgers isn't doing that, obviously the safeties are going to have to. Well, I, th- I think they're going to put the. They're going to put the Seahawks in a tough position. Number one, when you put Randall in the backfield with Lacey and you motion him out and you go to three wide, they're going to have to bring their nickel cornerback in and then, you know, force him to make some tackles on big backs um, like like Lacey and um, James Stark. So the game plan, I'm not in there no more, so I don't know the game plan, but, but I think they'll go and see I don't get a win. If James Jones or Jimmy Jones – we're on the Packers right now. We win, now. hands Would down, that, by that 21. Yeah, yeah. See? Yeah. Throw, that, it, throw it around the field, you know. <laughs> you played – I'm trying to think. I can't remember off the top of my head if the Raiders played the Colts. I do remember the game you almost went into Foxborough and yes, uh, and knocked yes. off the Patriots. No, we didn't play the Colts this year, but we did We did get robbed in, in, in Foxborough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You did, yeah. They called a holding call on our lineman that – didn't even touch the game. That's right. But this was when the Patriots were done and finished, <laughs> according to a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, according to everybody, they weren't that good when they almost lost to the Raiders. So who do you <laughs> who do you uh, who do you like to win that AFC game? Um, I I like the Colts, but I think I think you don't beat Brady and you don't beat Belichick at home in the NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think I don't think it's gonna happen this time. So I think it's Patriots, Packers. I, you know Bowl. what? I predicted that in the preseason. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I would be happy to be validated on yeah. that and also it would be a great Super Bowl. Because yeah. I think the guy who wins that, if that's the Super Bowl, if it's Brady Rodgers, do you agree with me that the winner of that game will go down in history or at least along with Joe Montana as the best quarterback of the Super Bowl era? I think so. I, I mean, see, I'm kind of biased, though, because I played with Aaron. So I think he's – I think he's the baddest man on the planet walking because mm-hmm. I've seen some of the throws the kid makes in practice, and we all see him make them on Sundays. But some of the most impressive throws are in practice, man. you like, how in the world is this man throwing the ball like that? So I don't think there's anybody out there that's even close to Aaron. But, I mean, when you look at the numbers, Brady's the baddest man out there. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a heck of a matchup head-to-head, them two dudes going at it. But, I mean – you can argue that those two dudes and Joe Montana is all right up there at the top. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But, yeah, this is the, the sort of thing that people like me who don't play, this yeah. is what we have to do. We have to put them into <laughs> a proper Yeah, order. well, if I had to put them in order, I got to go. I got to go. Um, I got to go Aaron, uh, Joe, and then Brady. Is that right? You yeah. know what? I catch so much heat, not the least of which comes from that guy, Black Tie. Hey, Black Tie, stop holding court behind the glass. <laughs> did you hear what James Jones just said? I did. I actually was me. interested in hearing a, a story about, you know, Aaron Rodgers in practice. Like, tell us a story about one of these throws that he just made, and you're like, my goodness, how did that happen? Well, I, I mean, because, you know, as a receiver, you take a couple plays, and then you sit out a couple plays, so you watch, you know, your quarterback sometimes. I've seen him literally look this way and throw an in route on the backside. <laughs> Bow on the money in stride. And you literally see him like this. So it's like a no-look pass. Boom. Back shoulder, no-look pass. But laser, dart, rocket, like how are you throwing that and you're not even looking over there, your feet is planted this way, and you throw it. I mean, that's something you 
I mean, if a dude's five yards away, you can do it. But, yeah. you know, a dude 20 yards down the field, I'm like, I mean, it's impressive, man. I've, and I don't think it's anybody in the league that's doing what. I always what thought him do. and Jody Nelson are the best of the back shoulder fade. Do those guys, like, after practice just work on that nah. route by themselves or nah. it just happens on game No, nah, it's, it's just a feel, man. They've been playing together for so long. You know, if Jordy gets a little pressed at the line of scrimmage or something, he knows I need to get my eyes back quick. You know, if he gets a clean release, he knows that Aaron's going to be throwing that ball down the field. So it's a field thing. Those guys have been playing together for a long time. They, you know, they, they do a lot of that stuff in practice and stuff. But, no, nah, they don't stay after and work out on throwing them because it's not even really a route. You know what I mean? People think the back shoulder fade is like a route. It's not. It's just a reaction. You see Aaron throw it, you peek, you know, and you, you turn and try to make a play on the ball. Yeah, so. you're both reading the DB and his position there, and you sense where there's that Yeah, but even as a receiver, and I know this for a fact in Green Bay, Edgar Bennett is teaching Jordy and Randall and them to win over the top every time and react to the back shoulder. So Hmm. you're still trying to win, but, you know, if you get jammed up or something a little bit, you'll take a peek back just to see if he released it. And nine times out of ten, Aaron sees that. And he throws it back shoulder, and you're able to make a play on the ball. Edgar's a good name, by the way. Edgar, Edgar Bennett. Bennett. You know, yeah, that's my guy right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, well, he was a plenty good one, too. Yes, and he, he was. was uh, yeah, he, he, he won that Super Bowl. He shows a lot of his little highlight tapes in the, in the meeting rooms. And let us. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Coach, this has nothing to do with anything. You know, we're we're trying getting, to get ready for the game. We're getting ready for the Super Bowl. He's showing highlights of him. <laughs> Coach, come on, man. Let's watch some film, man, on Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. You didn't have to bring that up. We just had Ike Taylor in here, too, talking about Dude. Aaron Rodgers and yeah. you and that Super Bowl. Well, I mean, shoot, Ike know what type of throws he can make. Yep, he, he said the same on, thing. On third and 10 you guys make Greg. me feel – well, because, you know, like black tie – gives me grief when I say Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen. They say, they say, well, you're, you're, oh, you're so ridiculous. Well, no, How can no. You say that? Don't, well, don't, don't misquote. You? Don't See, misquote. You're talking I, to a guy that's seen it in person I, for years. Aaron so Rodgers I, is a bad man. For for yeah. someone to come out and say relax about something at a professional <laughs> level, that means you have to be at a level so high <laughs> that you know that, that you're, you're confident top. in what you can do. Yeah. Against sure. Shaq, he just always he talks about Peyton Manning's playoff record and the Super Bowl wins. And I'm wow. like, well, Aaron Rodgers also only has one Super Bowl. So I do that have a question is, for you, though, No, no, James. no. That's that's being very simplistic. <laughs> well, it is. It is. Two. But let's not do Peyton it again. Oh, I'm just telling there you there's a difference when people hold that up to me. There's a difference. Peyton Manning's play regresses in the postseason for whatever reason. We I don't want to get into debating that. I don't Please think he don't. chokes. I just think it's the style of play. Aaron Rodgers' play hasn't regressed no, in any postseason. No, yes, he, he continues to play at a lofty. I do think a lot of it is narrative. But quick question for you, James. Uh, I'm big on quarterback body language. Yeah. I contend, though, Aaron Rodgers doesn't always have the best body language. He seems to be a little bit of a lone wolf. And I'm, I'm not coming to him. I know he's your boy. But what well, is he me, like in me, the locker me, room? Let me tell you how this, see, how I mean, he's, a, he's an unbelievable teammate. And, um, I mean, the dude, I mean, he's unbelievable. I mean, he's going to have your back. I mean, 100% of the time. Now, the same way he is in the game, he is in practice. And it's all about just being perfect. You know what I mean? A lot of the times you see him, you know, maybe give some hand gestures or something. But when he gets back, when you get back in the huddle, he's the first guy to say, my bad. Hey, you know, you know, a lot of the times he's mad at himself. Some of the times he's mad at us because we messing up too. But a lot of the times he's mad at himself. But he does that in practice too. He just wants to be perfect. Um, and I know watching the film, you know, you could kind of look like, dang, man, he calling the receivers out, but it, it, it's not like that, man. He's he's a good dude, and he'll let you know first and foremost if he messed up. Him and, and you'll Greg. let him know. Okay. Hey, that's your fault. Him, you know? and Greg, <laughs> him and Greg Jennings cool now? 
I have no comment on that, man. <laughs> that just came out of nowhere. I don't even know what what uh, was well, going on. Don't you remember when Greg left? And, those are those are both my dudes, so I have no no comment on that. <laughs> oh, this is good. Get Greg Jennings on the line. Stat black tie. I have no comment. Um, James Jones, real quick, let's do this. Well, let me ask you this: uh, Jack Del Rio, you excited? You ever met I'm the guy? I'm very excited. Never met him, man, but I'm I'm excited about it, man. I'm uh, just I just I just feel like he's the type of coach we needed. I mean, he was in he was in Jacksonville, didn't have a lot of talent in Jacksonville, you know, and still found a way to get them boys to the playoffs some years. And I feel like we have a lot more in place than some of his Jacksonville teams had. And um, you know, I know when you look at our roster, a lot of people look like, dang, they're far off, but we're not. Uh, we feel like we're extremely close to being able to compete in our division and uh, get to a playoff spot. So I'm excited to, to have him ready to get to work um, to see what he's see what he's got. I'll store. tell you, the cardinal rule here is uh, no jive in Studio 66, and I wouldn't say this if it were jive. I really do think the Raiders are – I mean, I don't know how close, or, <laughs> but I think that you guys in the second half of the season were really – competitive and if you consider the key pieces that an NFL team needs to succeed you have a lot of them in place mm-hmm. already if Derek Carr and I, you know I bought that before the season and yeah. as, as the season wore on I like that a lot if you get another pass catcher yeah, in we there get another receiver in there some, you know, some playmakers on our side of the ball will be Latavius good. Murray looks nice Khalil Mack looks dominant <laughs> dominant <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I mean and and what if you know, who knows what's going to be with Peyton Manning, whether he comes back or not. That's a, you know, a wild card at this point. You don't know how good they're going to be. Who yep. knows what will be in that division? Man, we we were not playing good football last year. Some games. Some, some, some games we played better than others. But it was a lot of games we were not playing good football, and we still were in football games. You mm-hmm. know, we the first game we lost to San Diego by three points. You know, had a chance to win the game at the end through an interception. You know, we – we lost to them by seven points in in San Diego. We beat the Chiefs, split with the Chiefs, you know. Obviously, the Broncos got us both times, but we feel like we're right there, man. And we feel, I mean, with a new coach, uh, new identity, we feel like we're going to be right there in the pack. Let me do this with you real fast. You know the top 100 show that yep. they do, the top 100 players? We had zero players last Pe- year. Is that right? Yeah. All right. Well, see, maybe that'll yeah. – one. I'm trying to think. I, Khalil no, Mack's got to make Mack, it. He's Khalil get Mack or Charles would have to be in there this year for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Fun to be around Charles Woodson? Yeah, man. Wood is – I mean, like I said, I've been basically my whole career playing with Wood, Green Bay, yeah, that's and right. now Oakland now. So. Black Tide, do you have that sound of what Charles Woodson said to me when I, I was am, on – I am looking for it. I don't think we have it anymore. <laughs> Is he, that he's right? not a big fan of you. That's he's not a big fan of no, me. I said are. something to Charles Woodson when we were doing the Top yeah. 100 show, and he said, "I don't even know what you're doing here." And then I told, <laughs> and then my mother, then my mother texted, and she said, "I don't like that he said that to you." And yeah. then Charles Woodson backed off. He said, "I don't want your mother angry at me." I apologize, yeah, yeah, which yeah, was nice. <laughs> top 100, real quick. Who do you have at number one? Aaron. Aaron Rodgers. Who's number two? JJ Watt. Okay. Who's number three? Um, number three. Number three would have to be Brady. Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. All right. And then I assume you start getting into, like, Lev Bell territory here, right? Don't put words no. into his mouth. No. Well, I don't no, want to make him sit here. I'm not, putting him on the not, spot. Like, not hey, pull top all five. The... I mean, he's an unbelievable player. He is. But all not, right. I'm going to put down Lev Bell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think that's over. fair. No, he it's was, not. Not top five. You got two uh, more to go for your top five. Um, Biggie. 
could go Richard I mean, Sherman. You could go Nas. I mean Revis. No. <laughs> Top five you're talking about. Antonio Brown. Jay Z. I don't know. I mean. Jay Z. <laughs> Top what five. does that mean? Top five. You say top five to top five. The movie. Top yeah, you, five. You know. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but all right. <laughs> um, I would put Antonio Brown in there. Oh, okay. I, I would put Antonio Brown in there because I feel like if what they, a season! Another I, yeah, great season. I just season. feel like if they don't have him, it's it, it's rough on them. Right. You know. Got one more. Uh, could go Gronk. He's Odell, pretty significant. Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham, no, not, are you not, crazy? Not Odell Beckham's played 11 football games in his life. Hey, um, he's been compared to Michael Jordan, I'm just saying. By you. Not you me, no, 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 not me. Calvin. I would have to go Calvin. Calvin ah, Johnson. okay, that's a pretty I would have to go Calvin. All Even right. though he was hurt some years, I mean, he's a, he's a game changer. Calvin Johnson, do you watch that show, the Top 100? Do I watch it? Yeah. Man, to be honest with you, man, I don't watch no football. I mean, I watch the football really? games, but I don't watch no football shows, man. I'm a comedy dude. I'll be watching I'll be watching comedy shows, man, comedy movies. I just like, like to Like, all laugh. right, give me, let's make that list then. Best <laughs> comedy movie. Of all time? Sure, What's yeah. my favorite? Sure, yeah. My favorite movie of all time comedy is Money Talks with Chris, with Chris Tucker. I've never seen it. You've never I'm seen, embarrassed you got, you to got, say it. you got to watch it. You don't say watch. shame in me, <laughs> Black Tie. You haven't seen any movie. Shame. You don't get well, to tell not me. Not movies pre ninety. You know, like I said. No, 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 no caveats. No, really, money talks. So I got to check that one out with Chris Tucker. Yeah, that's that's one of my uh, that's one of my favorite movies. What's your favorite? Who's your favorite comedian? Martin Lawrence. Martin Lawrence. You think Martin Lawrence over standing. Dave Chappelle? Yeah, any day. Well, he didn't say. I'm not a big Dave Chappelle fan, man. I'm not. <laughs> but yeah, I take Martin. Martin is Martin is my favorite. I still watch yeah, Martin. Yeah. I still watch the TV show Martin. <laughs> you know, late nights it come on. I still be watching Martin. And best uh, so Martin. So I guess that that answers the question. Best sitcom then. Yeah, hands down, Martin. What about Seinfeld? In <laughs> the words of I Steve can't Scott, say I've ever in the sat words down. of Steve Scott, brothers don't watch Seinfeld. That's why I brought it up. Black Tie told me that yesterday. I was just about to say I've never sat down and watched a Seinfeld show a day in my life. See, That's like why 10 I brought minutes that of up. Seinfeld, yeah, yeah, you you flash through, you <laughs> know, see what's on TV. I think it's good. it's very good. It's not. It's a little overrated. Yeah. You know, you're not. It's not the end of the world yeah. if you haven't seen it. All right, listen, James Jones, you've proven your or Jimmy Jones, you've Jimmy. proven yourself to be delightful. Once again, two for two Man. here in Studio 66. Thanks for the time. Keep on smelling great, looking great, <laughs> and I hope 2015 is great and healthy for you and the whole Oakland Raider team. Appreciate it was a mix it, of kind of romantic yeah. business, mm -hmm. awkwardness. We're trying to say goodbye to James Jones. Eric Decker <laughs> doesn't have to weigh in on this. It's well, been a pleasure. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. Go get him in uh, 2015. Like yes, sir. The great James Jones. And, I, you know, I think he's being too nice, though, when he says he wants the Packers to win. No, if it's I do me, want the Packers to win. I know, but if it's me, <laughs> I, it's like I want them to do well. Yeah, I hope they I'm go to the play, but I don't want them to win the title without me. Not the first year after no, I left. Man, I, I don't even really think about it like that. I, I talk to those guys, man, those guys like my brothers for seven years. So, you know, I don't know Richard Sherman and all them guys. I want them, <laughs> yeah, that's I want true. them to win, you know. I hear so. you. Well, you know what, what? If we've learned nothing else today, it's that you're a nicer guy than I am. Because I'd be rooting against them. Well, I appreciate it. Um, all right. <laughs> there he is, uh, James Jones, everybody. Thanks for the time. And we'll wrap it up there. Thanks to Ike Taylor as well. Enjoy the football games this weekend. Just two of those. Then we got the Super Bowl. And then it's all over, everybody. Then it's 
regular season basketball. Oh, mm. not mm. good, not good, uh, James Jones. Yeah, a long way. I'll start watching to the playoffs basketball. So. Yeah, that's I'm, I'm yeah. with you. Same with hockey. Yeah, me and hockey uh, like that. March even, Madness is our next thing. I don't watch hockey unless I go to the game. Unless I go to the game. It's a good. One. You got yeah. the San Jose San Shark Jose game. Sharks. Yeah. yeah. I've been to a couple of those. Oh, you know what? Now, since I started to wrap up, I'm going to ask him one more thing because I see the Packers on the TV here. Oakland Raiders or Green Bay Packers? Who has a better uniform? Oakland Raiders. That's correct. Yeah. You got that black, one right. Black and silver, man. Best uniform in the game. Man. I, I mean, maybe. <laughs> I think the Bay Area has the two best uniforms. Yeah, the Niners, Niners have nice good one ones, too. too. Yeah. All right. Enough's enough already. Like I say, <laughs> thanks to all the people I mentioned already. Enjoy the football games. We have... Just three left, and then that's it. We'll be back after the title games to break down the Super Bowl for you. In the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.